a special education attorney, and this is part of our IEP 504 series that we've been hosting. So Holly is with us because we've had a couple of very specific questions come up. And um, Holly has graciously agreed to give us some of her time today to talk about some of this. So thank you for joining us, Holly. Thank you for having me. I like this stuff. This is fun. <laughs> this will be so helpful to parents. Um, but one of the things we really kind of wanted to focus on today is sort of having to sign the IEP and 504 document at the table itself. Um, I know that a lot of school districts use like the iPad thing and you get, you kind of get to the end of the meeting. It's like, do you agree? Do you not agree? Okay. Here's the iPad, sign the iPad. And there's kind of a lot of pressure within the room to sign right then and there. Mm -hmm. And, um, I thought that it would be really helpful to bring you on today and talk about, to, to just to talk about that. I mean, do you have to, I mean, can you review? I mean, how, how does all of that work? Um, I mean, the, the short answer is no, <laughs> you do not have to. And I, I, I know this for several reasons, but those reasons is that I never do. Mm -hmm. um, I have a daughter who's on an IEP and I, um, I don't know that I've ever signed at the table. Um, and especially now that they've gone to the iPad uh, thing, I, um, I, I, I couldn't sign at the table because I couldn't read it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, unless they were going to give me their iPad. I've never asked, but I don't know, maybe. Um, so I, I'm just not comfortable with it. Uh, I really like my school. They do a good job. I have no problem with them. I haven't had any problems, but uh, I'm not comfortable signing something that I can't read um, or don't have the, uh, the ability and the, um, the time to read. And um, so, yeah, I, I always say no. I, um, they will send IEPs a lot of times on these uh, on the special education sort of uh, network system thing they have. And for me, that's hard to read because I can't print it off and I can't save it and play with it and uh, whatever I need to do. So I ask them to send me it in PDF mm -hmm. and, um, and they do. And then I uh, take my five days. I usually, I just have a few uh, changes. Usually it's just mistakes because they're human and I'm human and, um, mm -hmm. or things that we kind of glossed over a little bit that are a little more important than, um, than I thought they would be or something. And um, it's easy peasy. They make them and they send it back to me and I sign it online and I send it back. No big deal. Very nice. One of the, one of the things that's kind of always, confuse me, I know, is, you know, people are sitting there with their computers and they're typing on their computers and they're making live changes to the document while they're sitting there on the computer, but then they pick up an iPad and they pass the iPad around for signatures. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always kind of going, how do I know? <laughs> I don't think you do. I mean, you could ask. Um, I mean, my solution is I just don't sign it. Um, so I've never really thought to ask because I, I know when I go into the room that I'm not, I just, I don't do that as a personal practice. Um, ours are stressful. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, this is what I do for a living. And I get really stressed as a parent. 
and might cry a couple of times before <laughs> just out of stress and that is not abnormal because I, I know other parents do this mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to sign something while I'm that stressed I, I just I don't think it's a good idea I need to go home and relax and not think about it for the rest of the day and then pick it up the next day and look at it with fresh eyes. And I, I don't say anything wrong with that. It doesn't mean that I don't trust them. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that that's what I need to do to take care of myself and my daughter. Right. And does the same apply to 504? You know, I, um, does the 504 have the same five-day waiting period? I don't go to as many 504 meetings. Um, I usually only go to IEP meetings. But um, I want to say it does. It's been, I mean, we've been on an IEP for a couple of years, but it seems like I, I was asked the question about a five-day waiting period when we had a 504. So the thing about 504 plans is, um, and this is weird, and uh, but uh, they don't even have to be in writing. There's, there's no law that says they even have to be written down. So you get far less protection when it comes to 504. So I, um, I mean, since it doesn't even have to be written down, um, your signature, I, 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 it sounds kind of like a moot point. <laughs> they don't even have to write it down. I've never heard of a school not writing it down. I've heard of a school, you know, not doing a 504 plan. So I didn't have one, but I've never heard of a school saying, oh, we don't have to write it down. We shouldn't do that because um, it is highly recommended by um, OCR to, I think it's OCR, yeah, OCR that you do write it down just because, you know, the guidance says you probably should do this anyway. You really should do this anyway. Um, but there's no actual law that says you have to. So again, you just, you get, far less protections when it comes to 504 than if you have an IEP. But personally, I mean, I, I don't, you know, from a practical standpoint, I think the same applies. Mm -hmm. Stressed out. Why can't you take a day to do it? I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to sign it. Please send it to me. Yeah. I just, Mm -hmm. I, I, I I don't see the reason for the pushback. Honestly, I I don't Mm -hmm. Having spent my entire career dealing with contracts, what I don't like is, you know, you're you're making live changes. Mm-hmm. I just want the chance to be able to read that, to process, to make sure that it all got there, to make sure that, like you said earlier, nothing was glossed over. Um, all of my points were made. And, and you're right, you're stressed out. So maybe you forget something. Maybe you're like, wait a minute, I wanted to scratch this accommodation or add this accommodation or can you do this or something? Yeah, you probably will forget something because there's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those documents are 20, 30, 40 pages um, depending upon how many supplements you have. And I, I, you know, it is stressful. I forget things. Um, This Mm -hmm. last one, I, um, I actually went in and asked them to add a portion to the deliberations and just to say, and I, I wrote it out for them, you know, um, per Holly Terrell on the state after the meeting, you know, I just, 
I asked, uh, she asked that this be added to the deliberations and then colon, and then it has a little paragraph I wanted to say about ESY or something. And they added it, you know, it's obvious. It says, you know, it wasn't talked about during the meeting that I added it afterwards. It's very transparent and it was no big deal. Um, so, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to go back to your question. I don't think I answered it. Um, what, what was your question? I don't even remember. <laughs> I think we got off on a tangent and I'm like, I am not answering whatever the question was. So I need to stop and, and <laughs> go back. <laughs> sorry. No, cause I had formed another question in my head. Um, the, the, to me kind of pertains to this. So I think I let my other question go. That's, that's my short attention span. So, <laughs> um, one, I know, I know from personal experience, one of the things that I ran into was I pushed back on signing at the table and the, the team struggled with that. And they were under the impression that if I didn't sign right then and there, that we had to reconvene and hold another ARD just for me to sign. That's not true. Um, I I think a lot of times these things come down to, you know, you have these people at the ARD meeting and um, different schools have different cultures. And if that's what they've been told by someone above them, then that's just the way it is. And right. uh, they not saying they, you know, shouldn't know better because they should know better, but they don't. And um, so, yeah, it, it, it's not true. You're not disagreeing. You're just taking your five days that you get. That's your procedural right. And um, now if you disagree or mm -hmm. you know, table the yard you know, in disagreement, then yes, it comes back in 10 days. But if you just want a chance to look it over. Um, but honestly, even if, okay, we're going to have to come back in 10 days. Okay, just send it to me. And then you go back and forth and end up signing it still think it's taken care of, I guess. You wouldn't end up coming back in that 10 days because five days is shorter than 10. But uh, it, it's, um, I mean, it's kind of sad that uh, that the schools don't know these things. But then again, they're, they're special education law and all it's complicated. And I get confused about the days and which day and what if this happens. And sometimes I, my brain gets a little jumbled and I say something weird. But um, so, you know, just giving kind of the benefit of the doubt in some circumstances, uh, you know, depending on the situation. <laughs> um, one of our one of our leaders sent me a question that they wanted me to ask you since we were coming on today. Um, so this particular example is the evaluation for special education was requested in January. Obviously, the school shut down in early March, primarily, you know, initially for spring break, but then they just didn't come back from spring break. Mm -hmm. So the 45 day evaluation period would have run out probably mid to late March, depending on where you requested it during the month of January. So it's sort of a robust question of did the clock stop? Did the clock keep going? You know, the evaluations aren't happening. Um, what is the parent's rights? Should it have kept happening? Do they have to wait until fall? Can they request an IEE? How does how does that work? Um, well, um, 
this area right now, obviously, you know, every, this is new. This hasn't happened before. So this is this is murky. Now, if we go by the letter of the law, then um, the timelines don't stop. I mean, you know, the Department of Education has, you know, they came down and responded to all those uh, requests for waivers and they didn't grant any waivers in for that um, issue. Um, however, uh, it, it kind of gets into more of a, a practical discussion of how, what does that look like and what are you going to do about it? So um, you can't really force, you know, a school to uh, have face-to-face -face contact with the I, I just don't see anyone being able to do that or, or wanting to do that. Now, um, TEA did put out some guidance and uh, it basically says that, you know, hey, we get this is hard and you can't do the observations, which we can't. We're not in school right now. We can't do school observations. We get that. But do what you can do. And, uh, you know, there are things you can do. I know uh, IEE providers, um, you know, independent evaluators who are doing evaluations or partial evaluations, and they are doing some of them online. And, um, you know, like, we're doing right now and some of them they'll use some kind of barrier and different things and it and i think it depends on um what you're testing for i know i, I talked to an evaluator and she said if she was looking at a kid with uh, possible autism that she would want to be in the room with uh, him or her but mm -hmm. you know for other things it might not be um as necessary so mm -hmm. um there are things you can do um but as you know like I said, the letter of law says no. You know, you got to still do it. But again, what are you, you know, file due process against the school? It's going to be hard um, to uh, maintain those causes of action uh, against the school um, in Texas, especially because uh, <laughs> be, uh, you're, you're going to be pretty unsympathetic um you know, wanting your evaluation um so something else i would take into account is uh do you really need this evaluation now and um i think everyone's knee-jerk reaction is well yeah and mm -hmm. sometimes you do some it might be an initial evaluation you might have been asking for a really long time or it might be a reval and you might be you know fine with what's going on and you don't think that much is going to change and you like your class statements and and you're good and you can kind of you know wait until we come back to school and so um given that the schools um are struggling well you know whatever is happening and however good of a job or bad of a job they're doing and some are doing a really good job and some are not doing a really good job. And um, I think everyone's struggling. So kind of, uh, I think it's nice to allow them to at least prioritize those evaluations. Um, um, hopefully they're doing it, uh, you know, right. But <laughs> yeah. Um what so given the current situation, if a parent did try to request an IEE, what verbiage should they try to use? And uh, uh, request an IEE in lieu of the school evaluating. You mean? Yeah. Um, because the clock has run out. Because the clock, yeah. Um. Well, I gotta go 
like normally you get, you know, an IEE after the school evaluates and you disagree with the evaluation. Um, there, there is some case law where, you know, it says if the school won't evaluate, then you still get your IEE. Um, I, um, if you wanted to go ahead and request an IEE, I'm trying to think of verbiage I would use. Um, I generally always, or actually, no, I'm going to say that back. I always uh, recommend um, uh, trying to, you know, catching bees with honey, I guess, and um, going in and, uh, you know, trying to make it a, um, a collaborative effort and how can we, you know, figure this out so my daughter or son can get the evaluation they really need and, you know, then just state the facts, like, you just told me, you know, I requested the IE on this date. Um, I know there's a 45 day time school day timeline that ended on this date. I understand that it's really hard right now. And um, in another, you know, circumstance, I, I would wait or whatever. You don't even have to say that. You could. And but I need it, you know, because of this, this, and this. Now these are not things you have to do. You do you don't have to say these things, but just you know, from working with schools for a while now, um, these things tend to work better. Um, and um, you know, just kind of lay out uh, what you're thinking, um, who you're looking at using, and uh, you know why you need it. Th things like that, and just trying to. Um, work together with the school. Another tactic that I use a lot, and it's it's almost not even a tactic. I think it's just uh, I, I, I it's just the way I am, maybe. But um, is I I I seem to get better results if I can let things be uh, the school's idea, not my idea. Um, so if you know, you could write an initial email or something that says, hey, this is going on and I haven't got this, you know, the timelines run out, I uh, really need the test because of this, this and this, uh, what do you think we should do? <laughs> kind of that. <laughs> and sometimes you'll be surprised they will come up with uh, the answer you, maybe you wanted. So, um, but uh, those are just different tactics that I've used and uh, been successful with. That's been great, or thank you so much for that. Um, so like I, you know, I, I've kind of set this up where I wanted this to be uh, pretty concise. And I think that we've done that. We're going to have you on a few more times and talk about a couple of different issues because I wanted to make kind of break down our time with you in chunks that parents can kind of digest very specific topics at very specific points. So the next one's going to be really great because we're going to talk about FAPE. And Are we doing Andrew? Andrew's in the fall. Andrew's in the fall. Okay. I can't remember. <laughs> Andrew FAPE or other FAPE? <laughs> yeah. No, the next one's definitely going to be about FAPE. Because I think FAPE was going to be a really great discussion and then to move into Andrew, especially going into the new school year, whatever form that's going to look and um give parents kind of the summer to, to take a break from, from all of this. Take a break. Hopefully send their kids to ESY. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. We should probably talk about that too at some point. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe we'll broaden the next one to FAPE and ESY. 
I mean, I, I think ESY is part of FAPE, especially right now. So. Excellent point. So thank you so much for this today. And um, everybody have a great weekend. And we're going to be back with Holly on the 31st to talk about FAPE. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Holly. Bye.